Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. Coming up, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, headlines from around the world. Next hour, a story of doing good, a teenage hero. Stranger Than Fiction features an Easter bunny burglary. And a court in Canada has ruled that emojis are legally binding. All that more is coming up today on the show, plus bucking in the Ozarks tickets up for grabs in the 8 o'clock hour. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Good morning to you. It is time for Celebrity Birthdays. People born born on July 11th. Alicia Cara. Best New Artist winner at the 2018 Grammys is 27 today. David Henry, Ted's future son on How I Met Your Mother, 34 today. Rachel Taylor, that's Trish Walker's uh, Trish Walker on Marvel's Jessica Jones is 39. Serenda Swan, Medusa on Marvel's Inhumans, she's 39. Lil Kim, rapper, is 48 or 49. We're just not sure. I guess. I don't know. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor on Smallville, is 51. He's also the voice of the Flash in the DC animated universe. And Martin X in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's 51 today. Justin Chambers, Dr. Alex Karev on Grey's Anatomy, 53. Greg Grunberg, who played Matt Parkman on Heroes, is 57. Debbie Dunning who was Heidi, the tool-time girl on Home Home Improvement. Yeah, you remember her? She is 57. Scott Schreiner, the bassist for Weezer, is 58. Lisa Renna is 60. Suzanne Vega, 64 today. Richie Sambora, former Bon Jovi songwriter-guitarist, is 64. Sella Ward, who is on Once and Again, CSI, New York, and House MD, is uh, 67 today. Mindy Sterling, who played Frau Farbizna in the Austin Powers movie, is 70 today. Lots of birthdays today. Fashion mogul Giorgio Armani is 89. And on this, well, it's a National 7-Eleven today. Uh, 7-Eleven day today. Cheer up the lonely day. And it's Amazon Prime Day today and tomorrow. Get some deals out there if you so choose. And on this day in history in 1798, the U.S. Marine Corps hoo-ah, was permanently established by Congress. That was 1798. 
All right, Alexander Hamilton engaged in a pistol duel with Vice President Aaron Burr. I was thinking of those milk commercials. Uh, that happened on this date in 1804. It was a fight to the death. Hamilton lost, but he's still on the $10 bill. David Bowie released his classic hit, Space Oddity, on this date in 1969. Posthumously awarded the Medal of Freedom was Martin Luther King on this date in 1977. Uh, let's see. In 1985, Coke said it would keep selling new Coke, but resume selling the much tastier Coca-Cola Classic. It's a big deal. The TV networks actually interrupted afternoon soap operas to give the public the important news that the classic Coca-Cola was still going to be around. That happened on this date in 1985. Bo Jackson of the Kansas City Royals became a two-sport star, signing with the L.A. Raiders on this date in 1987. What an athlete, huh? Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Apple released the iPhone 3G in 2008. It had 16 gig of storage and a three and a half inch screen. We thought it was awesome. Uh, what else do we have here? And in 2021, yeah, two years now, Richard Bronson made his first space flight with a five man crew that went 53 miles above the Earth and achieved weightlessness for about three to four minutes. You remember that when they were all going to space? You got William Shatner and Jeff Bezos and all the all the people. All right, those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning and a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now for your random facts. Got to be careful with this. The film, the sequel to Meet the Parents. You remember what that is? Meet the... Yes, the last name. I'm not, it's just because it's radio and, you know, people might hear it out of one ear and go, Oh, hey, that guy's cussing... Anyway, the Motion Picture Association of America would not allow them to use that last name unless the filmmakers could find an actual person with that last name. You remember the name? Starts with an F. Sequel to Meet the Parents. Yeah. So there really is people with that last name. I wonder if their name is Gaylord. I don't know. Your next random fact, Michael Jackson composed some of the music for the Sega Genesis game Sonic the Hedgehog 3. I had no idea. <laughs> the jersey number retired by the Miami Heat, the very first one, actually, that they retired was Michael Jordan's number 23, even though he never even played there. They retired it out of respect in 2003, which is respectful. Six years before they first retired a number from one of their own players. Classy. The last person elected president with a net worth under $1 million was Harry S. Truman in 1945. Yeah, it's hard to get elected unless you got them dollar bills. Oh, boy. And let's see. The highest grossing, highest rated movie, and by rated I mean not for kids, Showgirls. It made two, let's see. It made $20.4 million since it was released in 1995. It's the highest grossing movie of that rating of NC-17. I'm just reading the facts to you, my friends. That's what's on the page. I read it. In case you needed to know, now you know. Good morning. Good morning to you. Getting a look now at your headlines from around the country and around the world. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. First headline is Wagner Chief Prigozhin met with Russian President Vladimir Putin days after the group's short-lived revolt. They discussed the June mutiny against Moscow 
and fighting in Ukraine pledged their loyalty to Russia, according to the Kremlin. The description differed from Putin's initial public condemnation of Prigozhin and signaled a new phase in Russia's internal political maneuvering. And major U.S. stock indexes rose, though tech shares did poorly yesterday, bouncing back from deadlines, I'm sorry, from declines last week. The Dow Jones gained 0.6%. The S&P and NASDAQ ticked up 0.2 percentage points. A major engine of this year's stock rally, shares of Microsoft, Apple, and Alphabet all lost at least 1.1%. And your final headline, Massachusetts lawmakers weighing the country's first ban on buying and selling of consumer mobile phones location data. The proposed bill would sharply curtail the practice in the state and require law enforcement to secure a warrant for access to the data. Typically collected through mobile apps and other digital services, location data doesn't include information such as a name or a phone number, but often a device's movement patterns are enough to ID its owner. Those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, next hour, bucking in the Ozarks tickets up for grabs for the show next weekend at Parson Stadium in Springdale. We've got a pair of tickets coming up for you next hour. Just uh, reminding you there. Now let's do this. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. It's a pretty cool deal. It's in uh, Los Angeles. A 19-year-old kid there named Caleb De Los Santos was driving home from watching fireworks on the 4th of July when he saw someone's garage on fire. He pulled over. Yeah, he didn't keep going. He wasn't texting and driving and said, ah, I can't stop for that. He pulled over, ran into the house to make sure that the people were out of there. The couple who lived there got their dog out and nobody was hurt, thankfully. Caleb also got them to move their cars so those didn't go up in flames. Then he grabbed a hose and started spraying the garage so the flames didn't spread to the house. Now, he left before they could even thank him. He got out of there. His mom brought him back the next day after she heard what he did. She also started to go fund me for them to help pay for the damages. It looks like any, it looks like a stray firework may have started the blaze. Firefighters are still investigating out there, but uh, check this out. These are the people that had their house burned up, and they are explaining what exactly happened. The garage and then the whole tree and everything was all engulfed in flames. I just ran to the door trying to get into the main house to get everyone out. I was just, get the keys, get the keys, like move the cars. In the moment, I felt like I was like, I had adrenaline, but I was calm at the same time. He was calm and assertive. I didn't know him, but I was going to follow him. (laughs) The way he assessed the situation, I mean, he was like a hero. It was very heroic, what he did to come and help us people he doesn't know. Yeah, very cool. The hero, the teenage hero. Very good. We caught him doing good. Caleb De La Santos. Way to go. You got a story out there? Let us tell it. We love catching people doing good. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, what does the Easter Bunny do on the other 11 months of the year when he's not working? Who knows? We may now, though, have an idea. Someone in western Illinois robbed a laundromat at 3.30 in the morning last week while wearing a full bunny costume. Don't worry, kids. Not the real Easter Bunny. It happened in Quincy, Illinois, right on the Missouri border. Cops posted the security footage to see if anyone could ID, uh, ID the, quote, furry felon. It's a black and white video. Kind of looks like a, a pink bunny costume. Yeah, the one that the, 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 they made the kid wear in A Christmas Story. It's uh, sort of like pajama style, if you will. Uh, it looks like it was probably a man. Hard to tell. There's no clear shot of the face, though, because you're looking at a bunny head. 
Uh, this person rummaged through drawers in the back, grabbed two big canisters, possibly filled with quarters, and uh, it seems like it was an inside job because they knew exactly where to look. So this wasn't the Easter Bunny. It was probably a former employee. And that is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Remember, next hour, we got a pair of tickets up for grabs to Bucking in the Ozarks at Parsons Stadium next weekend in Springdale. Of course, this hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them 479-253-1234. We should probably ask uh, the team at Thurman and Flanagan about this case, actually. It's a legal case, my friends. Each party is presumed innocent until... Proven guilty. This is to do with emojis. A judge in Canada, which, you know, Canadians do interesting things. Doesn't mean it's the law here, but interesting to note. A judge in Canada just ruled that emojis can be legally binding, specifically the thumbs up emoji. It's a real case with real people, my friends. It all stemmed from a disagreement between a farmer in Saskatchewan and a company that was trying to buy grain from the farmer. This happened back in 2021. A buyer for the company sent a mass text to a bunch of farmers trying to buy around 100 tons of grain. A farmer named Chris Actor called him back and they talked it through. Then the buyer texted Chris a message to please confirm the contract. Chris texted back a thumbs up emoji. But he claims... He hadn't even read the contract yet. He was just trying to let the guy know that he'd gotten his text. The deal fell through and Chris didn't deliver the grain when he was supposed to, so the company sued him. Chris's lawyer argued emojis can mean different things, so it shouldn't be legally binding. But the judge called it a non-traditional and valid signature. So now Chris has to pay over $61,000 in damages plus interest. In the case of the grain thumbs-up emoji farmer man, he lost. And that is today's edition of The People's Court. Good morning and happy Tuesday out there. Well, this is an interesting survey. I think I think there's a lot of truth to this, by the way. And uh, just by way of reminder, Bucking in the Ozarks tickets coming up later this hour. They're going to be riding bulls on Next weekend at Parsons Stadium. Tickets coming up later for you. But uh, do you go to bed at the same time as your spouse? It's a good question, isn't it? Maybe you should if you are not. According to a new study, couples who get into bed around the same time are generally happier than couples who don't. And we're not talking about, you know, any hanky-panky or anything like that. We are just strictly talking about people being on the same schedule and being around each other more. People like watching shows together, talking, reading, or even (laughs) sitting on their phones, scrolling simultaneously, side by side. But researchers found that couples who go to sleep at different times reported less satisfaction in the relationships they felt less connected to their partners overall. That's according to a study in Psychology Today. And that's interesting because I'm kind of a, I can be at times, an uber night owl. And so when uh, my wife and I first got married, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to stay up and watch some more TV. And it's like, uh, no, you're not. And at first I was like, what? But it has proven to be a very, it doesn't happen every night. Okay. You know, um, sometimes I'm watching a really awesome, you know, 
man show. I don't know, whatever, something with combat in it or something like that. And my wife is wanting to read, so she goes to bed. But for the most part, I have found that this is this is true. This is true. It just means you're on the same page. You're not sort of living different lives when you're in the same house. I just think it, it's it's a helpful thing to to do. And so. I'm not saying every night you have to do this, but I think it's a good thing to try to keep in practice with. To just stay in sync with your spouse. I think it's a good thing all around. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Arkansas Attorney General Tim Griffin joined six other attorneys general in writing a letter to the Target store. Yeah, the Target retailer regarding the company's sale of Pride Apparel, claiming the retailer is selling potential harmful products to minors. In the letter, the attorneys general state that their issue with the company's sale of pride-related products is in believing that they could violate the state's respective child protection laws, which, quote, penalize the sale or distribution of obscene matter. Target's pride campaign and financial support to organizations such as GLSEN not only raise concerns under our state's child protection and parental rights laws, but also against our state's economic interests as Target shareholders, the letter states. The lawmakers also cited concerns with designs being sold at Target by the London-based company Abra Pralin, which sells occult and satanic-themed LGBTQ clothing and accessories. The letter does not provide any details, though, about potential legal action. The other states involved are Missouri, Indiana, Idaho, Kentucky, Mississippi, and South Carolina. Springdale police are searching for suspects after a man was hit and killed on West Sunset Avenue early Saturday morning. According to police, they were called to the Economy Inn around 2 a.m., where they found 39-year-old Keith Emerson lying in the road. Police say witnesses said they saw Emerson in the road, and when they went to help, he got up and ran into the westbound lane where he was hit by two separate cars. Police said they think the cars are a black four-door passenger car and a white four-door passenger car. Both of them left the scene of the accident. Emerson was taken to a a local hospital where he later died from his injuries. If you have any information, you're asked to call the Springdale Police at 479-751-4542. And finally, Sam Pittman, along with quarterback K.J. Jefferson, running back Raheem Rocket Sanders, and defensive end Landon Jackson, will represent the Arkansas Razorback football team at the SEC Media Days tomorrow in Nashville. Pittman is set to begin his fourth season as head coach at Arkansas. Jefferson is a red shirt senior, while Jackson and Sanders are juniors. Arkansas is then the 9 to 12.15 time slot. 9 a.m. to 12.15 time slot on Wednesday. SEC Media Days tomorrow in Nashville. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning. Our show today brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them at 479-253-1234. By the way, we'll have another segment tomorrow morning with Thurman and Flanagan talking about their team and then we'll be getting into some of the other specific issues of the law after this Wednesday so make sure you uh, tune in for that right around 7.50 or so coming up next weekend July 21st and 22nd it is Bucking in the Ozarks that's next Friday and Saturday night the PBR Challenger Series you're talking about some of the biggest baddest bulls in the world in Springdale 8 p.m. nightly, Parsons Stadium. Tickets are 18 bucks. Kids, 8 bucks. You can go to rodeoofthezarks.org for tickets. But uh, if you want to win some, right now is the time. Text the word BULL to 870-505-1518. The word BULL. And that'll score you a pair of tickets if you are the first one in. 
pair of tickets to the PBR Challenger Series, Bucking and the Ozarks next weekend, Parsons Stadium in Springfield. I'm telling you, some of the, you know, even if you're not into bull riding per se, the adrenaline, the excitement, the sheer power that's exhibited, plus they make it a good time. They make it entertaining. They got music going on in between uh, rides, if you will. And it's just an all-around entertaining experience. So if you've never been, you got to go. You really do. But if you want to go for free, you can text right now the word BULL, B-U-L-L, to 870-505-1518. Good luck. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.